Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Okay, I always like to start with something interesting. And as Elon Musk continues to literally clean house at Twitter, there was an auction held this past week, and it was all of Twitter's office goods and kitchen goods that were all at the Twitter headquarters that obviously they no longer need. So what got sold at the fire sale? Well, here are a few things. A statue of the company's bird logo went for around $100,000. Not for nothing. I actually looked at it for myself, and I thought, you know, if I really wanted this, I could go to Home Depot for about 200 bucks and buy the home, all the materials and build it myself. Uh, let's see, there was a six-foot planter in the shape of an at symbol that went for $15,000. And those Ames chairs by designer Herman Miller, they sold for $1,400. But spoiler, you can buy them brand new for $1,200. Then there was a whole section of stuff called art objects. You know, considering what it looked like, let me tell you, I'd object to. That's right. Hey, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. And if you're here all the time, welcome back. It's called The Kim Commando Show. It's the nation's largest, most trusted source about all things digital. I'm, after all, America's beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again. And you can find us on over 425 top radio stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can get us as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7, commercial-free, over at getkim.com. Just a few bucks a month, and you get a free 30-day trial. So try it out. You might like it. It's over at getkim.com. And I'd also like to say thank you to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries. And, you know, I love this 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital that I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you ever want to drop me your question, just head over to the website, commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right, every single day I go to all the new sites. I visit about 30 different sites, and I come up with the top five things that you need to know to stay up to date about all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to focus on the news. And we're going to start with Netflix, because if you've shared your Netflix password with someone outside your home, let me tell you, the free ride, it's over. There's no telling how many watch Netflix for free on a shared password. And until now, Netflix really didn't care. They actually encouraged it. But Netflix is now a victim of its own success. It just poured billions of dollars into these high-quality original movies that the other streaming services are like, oh, gosh, we need to do this too. And so now we have the streaming wars going on, and we're also overloaded. How many different streaming services do we really need or want? So Netflix has suffered the deepest subscriber cancellations ever. Now, their only hope is to monetize every single viewer, and that means no more password sharing. Everybody has to do it. They haven't said how they're going to actually roll it out yet. Uh, number two in our list of five things, Amazon's bad news spells trouble ahead. Uh, last year, 154,000 tech workers were laid off from 1,000 different tech companies, big and small. This year, it's going to be worse, especially at Amazon. Amazon has kicked off the new year by announcing, yes, layoffs of 18,000 people. And don't be thinking these are just the warehouse workers for the holiday season. Uh-uh. Many of these job cuts are in the corporate office level. And there's more. Amazon's ending that Amazon Smile charity program. 
on many items, Amazon actually donated one half of 1% of the price to an eligible charity of your choice. I did mine to my church. And since 2013, Amazon Smile has raised more than a half a billion dollars. But product margins are thin, business is down, and anyone who believes that this recession will be a soft landing just needs to look at Amazon because, let me tell you, even they're hurting. Number three on our list is Googling for clues. It's been in the news everywhere. Brian Walsh allegedly killed his wife, Anna Walsh, and disposed of her remains in a dumpster. But before and after, turns out that he used his son's iPad to Google 21 times for information on how to kill her. That's what the prosecutors say. Anna vanished earlier this month, and last Tuesday a murder warrant was issued for Brian in connection in her death. Now, apparently he went to Google, and some of the searches, the disturbing searches, included how long before a body starts to smell, Mm -hmm. hacksaw, best tool to dismember, Uh, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. This guy's typing this into Google. Uh, Police can't actively monitor Google searches, but they can get a warrant if there's any probable cause to do so. He also supposedly Googled, get this, how long for someone to be missing to inherit? How long for someone to be missing to inherit? Uh, His wife had a $2.8 million real estate portfolio. Uh, Number four on our list, liar, liar, your self-driving car is on fire. That's right. You ever watch a press event and you think, how could this even happen? Well, a few years ago, 2016, Tesla's video was out there telling everybody how great it was, this self-driving technology. Well, a Tesla engineering executive is testifying this past week, and the clip opens with this text. The person in the driver's seat is only there for legal reasons. He's not doing anything. The car is driving itself, except what the Tesla engineering guy says. The car wasn't really driving itself. He claims that it drove on a mapped out route from a house in California to the company's former headquarters. It couldn't actually decide to do things like hmm, stop at a red light, turn right, or park on its own. The engineer says the intent of the video was not to accurately portray what was available to customers at the time. It was, a, it was to portray what could actually come someday. So the problem is also this. The start of the video explicitly states that the car is driving itself. Now, that's just fraud right there. I owned a Tesla. I sold my Tesla. I would never buy another Tesla. I'm telling you, you should not buy a Tesla. It's so overrated. And in case you're wondering why, make sure that you uh, pay attention to my columns that's over at USA Today and Fox News and also on our website because I'm going to be writing that up over the next couple of weeks on exactly why the Tesla failed me. And I thought it was just the complete, total waste of money. And finally, this coming in at number five, what people order by drones is just fascinating. Walmart is really getting into the drone delivery business. We have 36 drone delivery hubs across seven states, Amazon, Arkansas, Florida, North Carolina, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. And your drone delivery can't be more than 10 pounds. So the top five items delivered by drone by Walmart last year coming in at number one, uh, cookies and ice cream. Two, a two-pound bag of lemons, hot rotisserie chicken, uh, Red Bull, and bounty paper towels. So start thinking about this. Why these items? Okay, number one, who doesn't need cookies and ice cream at any given moment of the day, right? Uh, Two pounds of lemons, that's about 15 lemons. Maybe they're looking for a zest for life. Okay, hot rotisserie chicken, it's 
It's better than cold rotisserie chicken, right? Uh, Red Bull, let me tell you, definitely a gamer or somebody who drinks vodka at that address, or maybe both. And finally, paper towels. Well, there were probably a whole bunch of folks that were uh, being pirates who were saying, I matey, I have a bounty on my head. Ooh, get it, bounty, paper towels. Come on, laugh with me. I know you can do it. All right, coming up in just a few moments, the right height for that video doorbell camera. Uh, We're going to talk about how you can block annoying spam calls and scam calls forever. And then later on, some good ways to use those Bluetooth trackers that, you know, they're just fabulous. If you haven't tried them, you're going to love them. And of course, your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. Love to hear from you at one 825 And if you haven't already, enter to win our Amazon $500 gift card giveaway now at commando.com slash win. All right, let's start with Logan in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Kim Commando Show. Hi there, Logan. Hey, Kim. I would like to tell you what happened to me. Go ahead. Uh, I'm a single father, and um, I have a Facebook Um it was uh, about January 11th when I was messaged by a gentleman, or I thought he was a gentleman. Um, I clicked on his profile, and his bio basically started by going off saying he is a father of two, and um, he's single, and, you know, he's ready to um, have fun. You know. um, well, sure. anyway, he had messaged me trying to make friends. Initially, it was basically just asking me normal questions like, hey, how are you doing? And then the conversation got into basically him speaking about his daughter and asking me about mine. And at first, the questions were just basically um, asking, like, you know, um, how old is your daughter? You know, um, and I, I told him I have a five-year-old daughter. She has posted on my Facebook profile, so I mean, you can probably see it anyway. Because, and I accepted him onto my friends list. Um, well, anyway, come to find out, the conversation were to turn really quickly into him telling me about how his daughter acts just like his daughter's mom and reminds him of his daughter's mom and basically a little bit too much of his daughter's mom. Um, uh, He asked me if I would come over and basically sleep in his daughter's bed while he slept with my daughter in his bed. God, Uh, really? Yes, it turned so quick. Um, So like I said, it turned out like, it was very innocent at first. And it seemed like he went, I understand being a single father. It's hard to make friends. And, you know, I use Facebook to make friends, but not, not in this way or any sort of way like that. Um, so it turned very quickly into um, him asking me if I would stay over there and asking me if um, I would do stuff with his daughter. I told him oh, immediately. No. That's I disgusting. Immediately, yes. I immediately told him no. When the conversation changed, I immediately said, no, this can't be real. What, and I, I even cussed at him, and he continued going on saying, you don't have to bring your daughter, but, you know, still come over yourself. I was like, no, like, what are your plans, dude? And he was straight up with it, and he told me he wanted me to do, you know, intercourse with his daughter in front of him. And that's when I immediately told oh. him, again, no, you're talking about your own daughter. That's messed up. Um, and then it, he, uh, in the end, he actually threatened to tie me up and forced me to do it, and then beat me to death afterwards. You're uh, kidding. This was all in a Facebook chat? 
Yes, and it, it all sounds unreal. And um, like it I does. said, um, we have a local right. police agency working on it, along with um, the um, sheriff's department as well. Um, the Center for Exploited Children have been called, and um, because when you go to his profile, there were actual pictures of children that um, that were, shouldn't have been there. He was exploiting them for his own gains. Um, I'm not the only person's message, but it's, I'm still shocked. Um, I, I've never had this happen before um, to me, and I, ne- I never imagined it ever happening. God, I mean, who would you think? I mean, you're just a couple of single dads chatting, right? A little lonely, nope. figuring nope. it out, you know. Well, I mean, you know, maybe we could go have a I'm, beer together. We're not yeah, thinking I'm, we're going to go have sex with the daughters, right? No, yeah, of of course. And like I said, initially, I, I had felt bad for the gentleman. Like, I didn't, well, I'm not even calling him a gentleman anymore. I'm sorry. I felt bad for the. He's whatever. a scumbag. He's yeah. a pedophile. He's a scumbag. He's the, he's the most horrible of horrible cr- criminals that exists. He's the, well, he's the cockroach. He's lower than a cockroach. Yeah, basically, he just went all the way down to telling me he has guns and he's going to do whatever he pleases because he's a grown man. And that's what makes me question, is this even a man? It could be a female. It could be anyone. You never know. You know what? See, that's just it. You don't know. You don't know who it is for sure because you have the anonymity. Hopefully, and I know the police are probably going after this guy. Facebook will have to release uh, the IP address where he's located. Then, then that'll be turned over to the Internet service provider. So the thing is, is that... I know this is going to sound really strange, Logan, but you've actually done a really good thing. Okay, and and you know you were put into this situation to help. Okay, because you had this conversation, you may have saved this little girl's life, and maybe other children's lives. Who knows what else he's got going on? So don't feel bad. Don't you, you know, don't feel bad. I don't want you to feel bad that this that that you let that maybe you were gullible and you shouldn't have reached out or when in essence you reaching out is going to have a profound effect on a lot of lives. Yeah, and I I really hope that it does. I hope that you know at least makes people aware of who you accept on your friends list because normally when I get friend invites like this, it'll be a robot, and you can tell it's a robot. But this guy was obviously typing real words, you know, it wasn't a script. Um, he was directly replying to were directly replying to me. So it's, you know, um, it, it's just, it's, it's really scary. Like I do feel stupid, you know, even accepting the friend request, but this guy needs to be caught or at least the word needs to be out just to be careful on social media. Well, and, and, you know, that's it. I mean, we all know to be careful on social media, but until we hear a real-life story, it's like, oh, well, that could never happen to me, right? I'm too, I'm too smart for that. When You can be so smart. You can be so smart. But bad things can still happen. But I am I'm so confident that the police are going to be able to find this guy, Logan, or gal, as you said, who knows what it is. Now, here's the deal. If you ever see child pornography or have a situation like this on Facebook or any social media, you should immediately report it to Facebook by using that report button and contact the local police and also the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They have a cyber tip line at cybertipline.org. It's important to take action immediately because it's illegal. It's harmful content, obviously. 
uh, from the most despicable, horrible, evil people who are doing this. It's just disgusting. All right, moving on. The right height for your video doorbell. What do you think it is? Well, Amazon knows the sweet spot where you should be mounting that ring video cam. It's actually at 48 inches from the ground. Once again, that's 48 inches from the ground. So you might think, well, how could that camera so low get a picture of anything but the floor? Well, the ring doorbell has this very wide scope. And so if you mount it any higher, you're just going to be capturing the heat of the sun. And you don't need to be notified every time the world is spinning. Hey, listen, love to hear from you once again. one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And coming up, we have some great tips. We're going to have four ways to know if it's real or Photoshop when you're looking at pictures online. And then we have that great tip about avoiding scam calls. And we have more of your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. All right. Before we go back to all your phone calls, and we have a great tip about how to block annoying scam calls so you don't lose any money, let's talk about how you might know when you're looking at a picture online if it's real or it's Photoshop, okay? There are four tips that you need to know because studies show that scrolling on Instagram leads to greater judgment of your body. And most images of celebrities and models, you have to know that they're altered. So what are you looking for? Uh, Number one, celebrities Photoshop out their armpits. Ooh, who knew that? That's because it's difficult to remove the dark stubble, they say, underneath them. Uh, Number two, they leave a little wrinkle. It makes the photo look more natural and detracts from other things that may have been manipulated. Number three, you might see some patterns in a picture. It looks like the same bit of skin is in a different spot of the photograph, and probably because that's the way it is. And number four, this is a real giveaway. Look at the background. Does it look a little warped? Because celebrities will push certain parts of an image to look thinner. For example, Kim Kardashian usually pushes in the muscles around her shoulders. See, who knew? All right, back to the phones we go with Michelle in South Bend, Indiana. Hi there, Michelle. Well, um, my mom is turning 85 next month. And um She's still very, very active. She she doesn't go too far from home, but she does a lot of shopping at the mall, and she drives a Lexus, and she's a kind of tiny little thing. And I worry about her walking in the mall parking lot or grocery store parking lots. And um, I'm also, for her protection, want to get her uh, a dash cam that will protect her from, um, you know, should any unfortunate accidents or something happen. But she's, okay. like I said, she's uh, she's able to use a cell phone and her laptop, but I don't want anything with a lot of bells and whistles, something maybe that's specialized for an elderly person. Do you have any suggestions? Well, you got a couple of things going on. Okay. Um, number one, the dash cam, happy to talk to you about those. Uh, but what I'm really concerned is about her safety, as you said, coming from her car, because the dash cam is going to help her if she's driving around, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm concerned about the safety of her as she's walking from the car to the mall or in the mall or wherever she may be going, because obviously she's an active senior and we love that and we don't want anything to happen to her. Mm-hmm. So. There are a couple of things that, that you can you can consider for her safety. As you said, she has an iPhone. Mm-hmm. You could put some apps. You can put a few apps on her iPhone, and then one of them in particular is that if she's walking from her car to the mall, 
is that she holds down a button on her phone and a virtual button. And then if if she if she doesn't get if she's in trouble, she lets go. And then you are notified automatically. Oh, okay. Uh, and so there are these, and I can, we'll give you a list of these uh, different apps because we have them over on the website. You know, a lot of times they're sold as for kids who are in college. Mm-hmm. And so if they're going to a party or if they're going out and they'll, they'll say, you know, I'm going to be, I'll be back in 30 minutes. And if they're not back in 30 minutes, if they don't hit a button that they're back in 30 minutes, then automatically their, uh, their frat brothers or whoever's their closest friends are notified, the parents or whoever it may be. Now, okay. there's also something that I want to tell you about as far as with your mom's safety is that do you think she could use a pepper spray? Yeah, she would be capable. Um, okay, here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. is it's, it's not just – I'm not just talking about a $10 bottle of pepper spray. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it's, there's pepper spray now that is smart pepper spray and that it's connected to her phone. Oh, really? an app. Okay. And when, if she takes that lid off that pepper spray, that you will get a text message with a link to a map with her location whenever the pepper spray is deployed. It has real-time GPS tracking, continuously updates the location. Uh, so you'll always know where she is, by the way. You said she travels around, but that's okay. And found my friends is great. But it's a smart pepper spray. So in case she's ever in trouble, that... You will be, and she needs it, that you're going to get an automatic notification. It's made by a company called uh, Saber Red, and it's like 50 bucks. So it's just something to think about if that's something that you need. Now, as far as the dash cams, uh, you know, Ring has now their own variation of a dash cam. uh, But really, you're looking at something that's easy to use. You're probably looking at something made by Blackview or PureCam. And they work equally the same inside, outside, records, all that other good stuff. But and the dash cam's a good idea in case she does get into an accident. But again, I want to worry really want to stress about her personal safety. And so we're gonna give you a list of those apps that you might want to look at, as well as the smart pepper spray, which doesn't that just make one hundred percent sense? Uh, Michelle, thank you for your call today. Now, of course, make sure that mom knows how to call for help on her iPhone. Press and hold the side button and one of the volume buttons until the emergency SOS slider will appear. And maybe start looking at some apps, maybe Be Safe, Circle of Six. There's also the red panic button and Watch Over Me. I like that. That one's really interesting because you can set a watch period for when maybe you're walking alone. And if the user doesn't check in, the app will send an alert to that user's emergency contacts. And we have a list of all these apps over at commando.com. Just search for personal security apps. All right, let's talk about how you can block those annoying scam calls so you don't lose any money. First of all, you can block calls from your smartphone. Your phone has uh, built-in security tools, and you can block calls on your iPhone and also on your Android phone. We're going to tell you how to do it. Uh, Next up, you want to think about silencing unknown callers. But what you want to make sure is that when you do this, you're not missing some real important phone calls, like, say, from a doctor's office, a hospital, or maybe calls that are just not in your contacts. Now, keep in mind that your carrier also has some tools to help out. Uh, AT&T has Call Protect, Verizon has Call Filter, T-Mobile offers Scam Shield. Then there are also third-party apps like Nomo, Robo, and also I know it doesn't seem like something you should bother doing, but, you know, it doesn't hurt. Every little bit helps. Uh, put your, make sure that your phone number is on the Do Not Call registry. Just head to donotcall.gov to add your number, and you can actually add multiple numbers to the list too. 
All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls, as well as later on, you may have thought, well, I don't know if I need one of these Bluetooth trackers, like an Apple AirTag or a Tile or a Samsung one. Well, there are some really innovative ways that you could be using them. I'm going to tell you more about that and take more of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. All right, you heard me mention already about you should enter to win that $500 Amazon gift card. Well, you really should. Go to commando.com slash win. And when you're there, you can do certain things to have more entries. Like, for example, you can subscribe to our podcast to get an entry. Uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or share us on Facebook. You can get even more entries. So make sure that you do that. Commando.com slash win. All right, let's see. Who's next? Aaron in Reno, Nevada. All right, so what's going on? Well, I'm uh, trying to find an app for my phone where I can find, like, a pen pal, someone where I can text them or even voice chat them, talk about my day at work, vent about my boss or how my kids aren't eating their broccoli, something like that. But what I'm not looking for is something that's a lead-to relationship or a dating website. And it seems like that's all I'm able to find. And so... Is this for something to help you relax or why? Exactly. I'm an insomniac. I'm up much later than all my friends and family. And I don't know. I just want it as kind of like a hobby, something to talk to. Okay. Well, um, you know, there's a – have you ever tried Twitch? No. Um, Twitch might be interesting for you. what it does is it shows you streams that are of streams of people doing things, anything under the sun. I'm not talking about sexual. I'm talking about maybe they're playing video games or maybe they're showing you how to do something. Maybe there's a uh, music broadcast. There's all kinds of content creators and there's in real life streams. And it really has become a community of each stream of like-minded people where they join at specific times and they get to know each other in these chat scenarios. Uh, and there are some pay things. You don't have to pay the content creators, but it really becomes a a community around something that you like to do. And they're doing it 24-7. So, you know, whether you're up at 2 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, that might be something that you might want to uh, you might want to, to check out again because it does let you kind of interact with other people from around the world. Uh, there are also these other apps that will allow you to meet people. I, you know, I, I don't want to talk about those unless I have a chance to actually evaluate them, and I want to make sure that there aren't some bad things going on in these particular apps that are geared towards, as you mentioned, pen pals. So until I have a chance to put that list together, why don't you try out Twitch? Uh, another site that you might want to check out is discord.com, and that's also Discord chat. So check out Twitch and check out Discord. And then in the interim, let me put together a list of some of these 
PayPal type, a pen pal type, not PayPal. Let me put together a list of these pen pal type of sites so that this way you can check them out as we can check out and everybody else who can check them out. So if you don't already get our tips of the day, make sure that you do that and just sign up at commando.com slash subscribe because we'll push that tip out, say, within the next couple of weeks of some legitimate ways and places where if you want to get a pen pal that you can do that. I'm just always afraid of scammers, of course, whenever we put two people together. That's why I want to make sure that we can check these out and actually vent them for you before we put out that list. And Aaron, uh, check out Twitch and Discord. And thank you for your kind words about the show. I appreciate it. All right. Let's see. Todd from Pasco, Washington. You're up next. Hey, I'd, I'd just like to say in the beginning that I appreciate all you do for all your listeners out there. It's just it's just awesome. Um, that somebody out there like you uh, does this stuff for everybody as far as um, what you do. It's just awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm calling because um, I I did a recording, music recording back in the 1990s, and uh, it was recorded onto cassette. Since then, okay. I've been able to take that cassette and get it onto digital. I have it on sticks and I have it on a computer. Um, now I'd like to see what would be the best way to get it streamed to potentially make uh, uh, some royalties off of it. Sure. Well, my first question for you is, um, what's a cassette? Kidding. I was kidding. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. That's just a joke. <laughs> You're like, wait, what was that? <laughs> Back in the day, we had cassettes and we had CDs. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, you're going to need a, a distributor or provider, and I can provi- I can give you a link to a whole list of the providers. But I just want you to have realistic expectations on how okay. much money you're going to earn. Okay. Um, per per stream, you can earn anywhere between point zero zero six cents to 0.0084 cents per stream. So if you do the math really quickly, if your song gets streamed a million times, and it might, is that you can earn anywhere between $6,000 and $8,400. So a million times, it's it's a lot. And, you know, it's a big goal, and I think you can do it because I'm a believer in the power of everything. Uh, keep in mind, too, that TikTok is offering now uh, content creators. So I'm going to give you a list of distributors and providers. But if you have a TikTok account, if you go into your settings, there are ways that you can upload your song. And then maybe it would be selected for somebody to use it on TikTok. Actually, Instagram as a way for you to upload your songs, too. This this is sounding like, no pun intended, um, like maybe we need to do a tip on this for our website so that everybody could have these links. But I'm going to give you the links off the air, but look forward to one of our tips on the website about how you can make money streaming your own songs. Because I bet you there's more people than just you, Todd, that have this great idea, this great tune where they're like, yes. So how come you haven't been selling it since the 90s? Well, what what the situation was, was it was actually recorded in a very, very expensive studio and at that time in my life, we were actually going and doing, we were doing anti-drug type stuff. And that's what the music was oh, nice. associated with. And so we were actually going and playing high school drug awareness type things and stuff like that. Oh. And it was, it was through grant funding is how we were able to do this. 
and and so anyway, we just kind of moved on from that, and life happened. Well, of course, life does, and as it does, and it moves too far too quickly. Um, but you know, it's it's really wonderful. So if 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 you have any tunes that are hanging out there, and uh, if you're listening, make sure you check commando.com because again, we're going to put this whole list of tips together of streaming providers. But you hang on the line, Todd, because we're going to provide that to you. Just uh, just hang on the line and Amber will get that out to you. And thank you for your call. All right. So let's talk about making money if you're a musician on the streaming services. So who do you think makes the most money? Well, let's start at number five. Okay. Billie Eilish makes $8 million a year from streaming. Number four on the list of the top five is Ariana Grande. She's making $10 million a year from streaming. Uh, Ed Sheeran, yeah, he's great. $14 million a year from streaming music. Now, keep in mind, this is just their music streaming. It doesn't include any type of music sales, concerts, merch. Nope. Mm -mm. This is just from the streaming services. Uh, Number two on the list is Post Malone, uh, $15 million a year from streaming. And so who do you think is number one? Make your guess out loud right now. Who do you think is number one on the list for streaming? Uh, That would be Drake. He's making $20 million a year streaming. All right. A friend of mine's dad is in his mid-80s and he loves to go shopping. The problem, dad leaves his phone at home and this worries her mother, of course. Well, the solution, put an Apple AirTag tracker on his keychain. And now mom and the family know where he's driving, where he's going all the time. But there are four more ways to use Bluetooth trackers. Uh, Number one, when you're carting your luggage around an airport hotel, slip a Bluetooth tracker into each bag for peace of mind. This way, the airline may lose your luggage, but you can tell them where it's located. Number two, your fur babies. On Amazon, you can find special AirTag and tile tracker holders for dog and cat collars. Uh, Number three, put one inside your car or your motorcycle so you always know where you parked it. Or if it gets stolen, you can help the police track it down. And four, your gun. Attach one to the bag or the case where you keep a rifle, a shotgun, or a pistol. A tracker will pinpoint its location immediately before anything dangerous happens. Hey, be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and podcast because Every single thing is now a tech thing, and knowledge is power. You can find me over at commando.com.